something. Uh, the book of love <laughs> is long and boring. No one can lift <laughs> the damn thing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter Gabriel. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, gang. I'm about to go to Vegas, baby. You excited? I am excited. Vegas is awesome. It's kind of a... Why didn't you invite me? I did. I did. I would love to put you in my suitcase because you're always a trip in Las Vegas, my friend. You're in rare form. You kind of go into this like... It's like you're on stage a little bit. You're like... You're in your zone, and I think you get a little bit happier because you can play cards most of the time. Yeah. Just have a drink whenever the fuck you want. Yep. And kind of put it all to the side for that fantasy realm. Vegas is my favorite place. I would totally live there, but not there. I would live in Henderson, Nevada. I've actually looked it up. It's a place about I know Henderson. 10 miles away. It's like a little suburb of Las Vegas, the, yeah. and the property value is like 25% like well, down. I, I looked down in Vegas before it started booming, and we were... I, and it's dry heat, not that fucking humidity heat that we uh, get here. Matter. That's bullshit. Yeah, I I've like been, dry I've heat. Been, I've been in Vegas in July, so have you, and it's still fucking well, like hitting a wall of heat. It's like 120 degrees. Yeah. I think it's almost standard that you have to have a pool out there. So we're going to go. And uh, it's funny, last night, Allison was just talking about um, the uh, the 08 trip that we took out there and what the Vern Crawl actually was. Yeah, because we've mentioned it on the show before, but I mean, I had no clue what it really was. I mean, he just kind of started at one end and worked his way down. Well, it's not that just that is he timed it out so that he knew where to get a cheap or free beer. And, and, and sections, and right? It, you would hit a certain point where your beer was just about done. Then you'd get another one. So there was like six or seven stops. And you burned all those calories as you're walking down the strip because yeah, you get a Michelob Light. I remember that was part of the tour. Yeah. A $1 margarita. And then uh, what's what's another shitty, shitty beer? There's a four. There you had 40 ounces. The 40 ounces at the end of the strip at this little fucking bodega yeah, that for they like had a buck. there. Yeah. Those were good times. <laughs> Yeah, and then they ran into drunk Elvis at the end of the strip, right? Who was wearing uh, one of my favorite T-shirts I've ever seen, and there's a picture with Allison on the internet, which I'm sure she's really happy that exists. I believe the T-shirt says "Swallow or it's going in your eye," and there's <laughs> there's an eyeball <laughs> with like a drip coming up. Nice, and she's staring at. Drunk Elvis, like, well, like it's the most common thing in the world. So, yeah, right. we're going to Vegas, and uh, you want me to place any bets while you're there? No. Speaking of bets, you want to let's. Uh, the first thing I want to do is go over the, the recap of uh, the Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Jonah about it, and I was shocked. I got to be honest, I was 100% shocked that um, that the Mets took them out like that because mm-hmm. this is one of the funnest te- teams I've ever watched as a baseball team. I'm a baseball fan first. I always say that I no, um some baseball is better than no baseball. Mm-hmm. I, I'm watching the KC Mets series right now just because I like I'm keeping an baseball. eye on it. I like the Mets or I like, like I like the Royals. I'm yeah, I'm rooting for the Royals. Did they end up winning last night? Yeah, they won. Oh, 3-1 Royals. It's November 1st in case we, me and Luke have had just a series of Shit that's happened, so we couldn't record, which is kind of sucked. Uh, we'll talk just a week out. Yeah, I like recording though. It's it's like I feel like I missed a date with you. <laughs> um, be, be careful, or Jack. <laughs> people are going to start drawing pictures of us. That's fine. 
You're the bottom. What is it called? Yahweh? Or yeah, what? I don't know. The ancient art, Japanese art of making two men gay that aren't gay or something yes. like that. You're the bottom. <laughs> We're just going to be holding hands. Who wants to create You're Going to Get a Disease fan art? Go ahead. <laughs> I'll post it on our page. Um, what do you think, man? I mean, any any last thoughts? Uh, um, looking forward to the future? Or <coughs> oh, upset? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they ran into a hot team. I told you before they were streaky, and yep. I worried about them. Win- I worried about them winning like eight in a row going into the playoffs because. Um, but they ran in. You know, they ran into a hot team. They ran into good young pitchers that, you know, this didn't change completely changed the series, but it sure didn't help that they were getting the, the, the calls off the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't even like, like the, I will take a, if you're going to call it off the plate, call it for everybody and can call it consistently. Yeah. The problem I had was the floating strike zone, which I said before where it changed. So that's frustrating as a fan to watch it and you know the pitch is off the plate and everyone knows it's off the plate and it's called a strike and they just lived out there. But, you know, they ran into the guy. They fucking Daniel Murphy is not a great player. No, he's a good player. Oh, he, he got um, hot when the moment. And, but he, right, you know, yeah, but he, he hit like freaking Babe Ruth and yeah. <laughs> their catcher was hitting like 205. He had two home runs last night. You know, I watched both of those. Yeah. And so it's just a, a guys get hot and the Cubs kind of went into a lull and what can you do? I mean, they I, they kept hitting. This this is a good roster. I mean, um, unfortunately, I don't follow the Cubs nearly as much as you and Jonah, but that is unfortunate. Well, I'm mean, like as far as sports go, I like to keep my my finger on the pulse, if you will, when it comes to you know sports in general. But I kind of fade into when like the Sox go out, I kind of stop paying attention so sure. much. Is this the team for uh, a long stand, or do they have? Are they forced to get rid of people? At well, they're going to have to. They need some pitching. Okay. And I foresee the signing of one free agent and probably a trade for another. So, ideally, they will get David Price or Jordan Zimmerman, um, and then probably I'm thinking they want to trade Theo's very consistent about trading for a young guy that he has control of for a long time right he looked at and i could see him going back to tyson ross from the padres who's a good young pitcher and he's like on like a five-year contract um they got the guns to trade i mean they have an exorbitant amount of talent in the field yeah their farm system uh, just when, must have been like drastically improved in the last two three it's years. Considered it's considered like the crazy. top top farm system in the majors. It's and you you got you know when you when you have to to make room for players when you have to sit a guy like Chris Coglin or Soler mm-hmm. or Schwarber, um, when which is fun to say. when you got a guy like Chris Bryant who can play third, right, center, left. You know you got. Uh, when Addison Russell goes down and a guy like Javi Baez steps in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they have guys. You know, I see someone like Baez and maybe Soler going uh, in a trade for a guy like Tyson Ross. I, uh, If you're going to call it, if you're going to call it next year, playoff bound again? 
Well, if things fall, I mean, they had a, a, a lot of things fall into place this year. You know, I would have seven fucking wins after 2003. I mean, they signed Greg Maddox. So their starting staff was Pryor, Wood, uh, Zambrano, Maddox, and Matt Clement. Wow. Um, and that Matt Clement, oh, like was Clement. A, Clement was a five starter on their team, would have been a, a three starter on any other team. Yeah. But injuries. Did you he know? get shipped off to the Reds at one? The Red Sox. Uh, yeah, he ended up. The I Red don't Sox. remember how he got yeah. there, but there. You you can never say. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because you look at look, look at, at the, the, 06 the White Sox. Look at the Washington my... Nationals this year. Yeah, they had the, the elite pitching staff, and they the, the Mets pounded them. So nothing is for sure, but I I guarantee they'll be. Making a run at it, yeah. You know what I mean. So hopefully, you know, you, you all you can do. It's only it, one team wins the World Series every year. It was fun to watch baseball in Chicago in October. That's for sure. So um, doesn't happen very often. It's and nice I, when it you does. know, and I dealt with the the trolls. Did you uh, <laughs> fuck up in any way personally? Did you wear something you shouldn't have worn? Did you do something that you felt jinxed the team? No, with? no, no. And I kept Amy quiet. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of which, what the fuck happened to Amy? <laughs> Amy, uh, last Saturday I was at work, and I get a text about 5.30. Uh-huh. I broke my ankle. Bad. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She wrote in a haiku? <laughs> she wrote it, I'm not kidding. No, it wasn't Jeff Zagrosi. <laughs> uh, no, she's like, I'm not kidding. So I <clears throat> got it arranged that at about, I don't know, 6.30, I got my brother in. Uh, and I took. And that was the night you were supposed to be drinking with us too, and nobody would take your shift. Well, no, it was Saturday night, right? Jonah took it upon himself to to call people, and I was like, so fucking mad. He was calling people. He was like, "You you got see." Jonah doesn't know I'm going to tell you about this, but he's sitting at the bar. He's like, "Luke does so much for these other fucking people. What the fuck? Give him one goddamn night." And I was like, "What that." Was surprised. I was going to text you that. I'm like, well, Jonah loves you. <laughs> he did that, and I'm like, that's you know, that's cool. But I, you know, I had asked Jenny, and she was out of town, mm-hmm. and it's Samantha's only night off with uh, her fiance. It's the only night that they have off together. And Justin works a double on Friday and works Saturday morning, and I wasn't going to, you know, and and Michelle was sick. So he was home taking care of the kids. Uh, it's, it's all so domino I, effect. The only person I ever, unless I have really have something I have to do, like a show. For sure. I ask Jenny, and if Jenny can't do it, I work. So that's, you know, that it is what it is. But you had to rush all the way to Michigan, right? Yeah, I drove to Grand Rapids. Holy picked shit. Picked her up at the hospital. Uh, went to the hotel, got her shit. Um, I know she's upstairs right now, but did she punch a bitch? Is that what happened? No, no, no. She got she got hit and kind of just fell on her ankle. <sighs> and uh, let's elaborate the story some more. Let's make something up. She she um, <laughs> approached a girl from behind. There you go. Gave her a forearm shimmy to the back of the neck. <laughs> now, see, that's right. And then yeah. she, she the the bitch fell in front of her and she tripped over. Her. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other girl's still unconscious. Yes. <laughs> They're actually playing games around her. It's like a little hurdle every time they go around. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like excite bikes. They created a level with the bitch laying on the court. 
<laughs> you got that overheat. Yeah, that sucked. Um, so, yeah, I had to rush out. I had my brother at the restaurant who has never worked with our new computer system. And, oh, I mean, I'm sure he loved it. Let's face facts. He, he He's there about once every eight months doing something. And, uh, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but that's the only option I had. And uh, so I, I, I spent much time driving there and back on the phone with him trying to tell him how to do shit and of course these servers kept fucking up shit that is really hard to fix because the system is so it's like there's only one way to do it and there's like nine steps to it you know how fatal would have been if you just didn't answer your phone just like dude figure it out the the restaurant would have would have run and I I had to go in the next morning at at like eight o'clock and close I had to do all the paperwork and let the dogs out god damn it (laughs) The Book of Love has drawings in it. Most of it's just really dumb. But I... Hey, Luke. But, you know, Justin's under the impression that when he's not there, even Mm -hmm. if it's me, that the place is just falling apart and nobody (laughs) does anything right. And I'm like, nobody... I go, people just don't always do exactly the way you want to do things. But he's very, he's very, like micromanaging and controlling which has some good good aspects um you know he's created an environment where things get done and they stay consistent which is what i want but the bad thing is you know situ oh he's like i'll just go i said you have a sick your your fiance's sick and you have two children that are you need you need to take care of you know and he's uh you know he's freaking out i'm like dude fucking relax well, the place didn't burn down, which is good. Amy's recovering, yeah. right? She's all good. Is uh, how quick can she play again, or is this like a probably t- four months? That's not so bad, I guess. And then the season's over too, right? Or unless they do like winter league shit and whatnot. Yeah, they kind of over. She's on two teams, so they kind of overlap. So she has like one month of nothing. Get well soon, Amy. Uh, before we continue with all of our lovely topics, I want to give a shout out to one of our. Uh, uh, guest stars from uh, quite a few episodes back, and he was a guest star on Luke's wedding episode. Nick Simon, yeah, just got engaged, and he's a listener to the show. Good job, buddy! Congratulations from the bottom of my heart, Nick Simon. Hey, guy! <laughs> Congratulations, buddies! Um, his fiance Katie and him. Uh, I don't know when the uh, the plans are set. Uh, and regardless if I'm invited or not invited to the wedding, I will crash it. So I'm sure I, I'm sure you'll be invited. <laughs> unless, well, unless you know, Amy, one of Amy's very good friends got married, and she only had like her the small of, wedding thing. Uh, like not even people. small. It's like it was like justice of the peace. Parents and like maid of honor. I learned something this week after listening to uh, the recent Something Gate episode that Jared. Is a okay. uh, no that no that was <laughs> the book of spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna draw fantasy pictures of Steve and Jared being gay, nice. just holding hands. I'm gonna do that. I can do that too. You should, and they'll, they'll look like Japanese anime characters. There I'll, I'll make it out. Um, he's a uh, I guess it is a justice of the peace. He can perform weddings. Oh, and I was shocked to learn this information, and I got a little bit upset because now I want to do that. Just because I want to perform a wedding at any given time and fuck people's lives up if I can. Because you are Joey from Friends, and I Joey won't. did that on Friends. I've never seen Friends, so I'll I'll take it. And people called me Joey from Friends at, at Lewis, and I never saw the uh, the look. 
you, even when I had you, no beard and you, floppy hair. You, yeah, you. It was his early episodes. Maybe a little you, bit. You were emulating him. Mm-hmm. Don't deny. I've never seen the goddamn I know, show. I know. I know. That's what you say. Yeah, no one chooses that look on their own. <laughs> that's why I got a wife. She straightened me up, gave me a tic tac, made everything better. Oh, back to Peter Gabriel. Big time. My house is getting bigger. Big time. Big, 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 big. Oh, we we're supposed to sing Book of Love. Hey. <sighs> What do we have here for our first shit? Oh, yeah, dude. Last week, we were talking, you, me, and Jonah. It's a great episode. I loved it. I even texted you. I'm like, dude, this episode's great. But we completely fucking overlooked your missile story. Oh, yeah. We started talking about it, and then we started fading off into some other bullshit. It's a natural flow. Alcohol. Alcohol fucks everything up. Tell me about your missile story. (laughs) Oh, there's really not much to tell. It just was that's a, incredible, and I, you know, I, I'm certainly not an expert on the topic, but it makes me a little bit half I, 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 I get a little semi doing. That? I take pause when a country of people who chant "Death to America," their nuclear restrictions are opened up, and then they test a ballistic missile yeah they test a ballistic missile yeah so that just kind of makes me go i don't think that's heading in a good direction and that's all i just it just i i saw the headline i read most of the article and kind of went no but i'm talking you didn't you get to do something with it you got to the machine itself what the fuck did you do like last week you said I, i wish i could bring the clip up you got to test the navigation system or something of the missile or you just read something about a missile i thought you actually interacted with a missile why the f- how the fuck would i test a missile i want to okay i said i ran tested a ballistic missile that's what yeah what does that mean i ran the country you ran tested. i ran the iranian government you dickhole holy fuck <laughs> I thought you said i space <laughs> ran tested no i was like what does that mean i said you space okay are a moron <laughs> still funny <laughs> holy fuck dude. i ran tested a ballistic middle i i i i swear to god i thought you were like My did god. something like somebody took you in a back room and said, hey luke check this cool yeah shit that out. happens all the time I, it doesn't that's why i was so excited about oh it. my god man <laughs> seriously I was like, yeah, I was excited for you. Eh, not excited anymore. Oh, wow. But my buddy Tom, who is a lieutenant in the Army, he fought in the first um, Persian Gulf War, and he was responsible for the missile guidance systems, uh, and he would always make fun of the Scud missiles back then, but he was the guy that put the Patriot missiles in their de- designated spots, and he'd have his fucking truck with the missile right inside yeah. of it, and he'd have to program the motherfuckers. So... I didn't know if you knew somebody in the military that just showed you the equipment, no, not the actual no, missile. No, no. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Oh That's all. God. That's. Hey, man. I'm slow. What do you want? I guess. I'm leaving I, I all this. I gave in. you more credit than that. <laughs> you showed it. <laughs> they didn't. Not anymore. <laughs> Your phone is a liar. Um, we have fun topics from. Uh, Shit we found on the internet 
the first of them being uh, South Carolina's girl that got thrown out of her desk by a cop. Yep. Yay. You wanted this one first to explain the story, or you want me to just jab around? Uh, go ahead. Do your thing. Uh, I don't know the names of the officer or the names of the student involved. Just of it is this. A student is acting up in South Carolina. A young girl, probably 16, 16 to 18, let's say. Yeah, somewhere in that range. A teenager. Teenager. Disrupting the class. Obvious disruption, apparently enough, where the teacher asked her to leave. First and, asked her to put her phone away. Yeah, because she was texting, but also creating some sort of... Yeah, something I don't... Yeah, so it wasn't just texting. I imagine it was talking out loud or something. The yeah. Disruption is, I think, the, the usual term. Yeah. And, and I've saw so many posts about it. I've seen Chad and Andrew and all these people fighting on the internet on Facebook about this shit. So the teacher says, like any normal teacher would, hey, put your phone away. Student does not comply. Teacher asked the student to leave. The student does not comply. No, first After, ask for the phone. I th- oh, really? I, I didn't think she know, asked, I, I, give me your phone. She said no. I guess that particular detail is more like she asked her to leave. That's what. Yeah, there, it, were, there, were, there were several requests made. Okay. It escalated student. to the point where the teacher said, get out. Yep. Am, I, am I saying that yeah. right? So student gave, did not comply, and the teacher then requested... And I think they have some sort of security in their school. First, first the administrators. They called down. The, they called to the office. Then okay. The principal and vice principal came down. They came down. Yes. They probably requested her to leave as well. They requested her to put her phone away. She said it went through like almost the same steps. Put your phone away. We'll take your phone away. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to leave. And basically, she said no. Okay. Then the cop was brought in. Then they have For a cop better, on Better they have lack a cop of a word, duty. he's a cop, sort of a cop. He's a cop on security okay. at the school. Like, they, they pay to have us. Because he was part of the, the, the sheriff department, obviously fired him. So he's got to have some sort of affiliation. If he's a cop and is working as a security yeah. at the school. <clears throat> so the cop comes in. There's an obvious altercation between the two because I believe there was another video that I saw of her punching. And I think a the kick cop, was involved the cop, while well, she's the, still sitting in the desk. The cop said, um, you have to leave. She said, no. He said, if you don't leave, I will have to remove you. She said, no. All right. He grabbed her arm, and that's when she she swung and kicked at him, and that's when the flurry of activity happened. Okay, and that's what got the press. Yeah. Of that's where they start the video. The start, the, well, there was two videos. Yeah, I, there were three, video, three started, videos. I didn't know there was a third one. I saw the I saw the one where it was before he chucked her, and you can see her hitting him. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was a third video, I didn't see what happened before that. But the one that gets the most play is him basically manhandling the desk and knocked her over. Clean. I. You know what? Here's the thing. He, I have seen this in my high school mm-hmm. from a brother. Sure. Uh, brother Peter Hannon, I love you. <laughs> but always have. He 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 fucking grabbed the desk. He flipped the kid out of his desk. Uh, I, I think I've even mentioned the story. He just jacked his desk, and I think Rodney from Um That Just Happened was in the class when this thing happened. So I mean, this is not an uncommon sight for people that went to Catholic uh, high school. I mean, it's yeah. If somebody's acting up, you get fucked up. I mean, you just 
but I'm not condoning this action. I'm just saying, well, I'm I'm kind of uh, numb to it. I'm like, whatever. You know? Well, it's difference. There's a, you got to start with that. It's a public school versus a private school, Ob- obviously. And I, when I was student teaching, I talked to my students a little bit, and uh, we were just kind of BSing at the end of class. And I told him, I said, you know, one of the things that kept me in line in school, and I went to a Catholic school, was, yeah. you know, well, I think punishment. at one point, I think I had four of my teachers were wrestling coaches. <laughs> like my math teacher, my history <laughs> teacher, my gym teacher, yeah. you know, like they were all, they were all. And I said, one of the things that kept me in line was not the discipline of the school, but the fact that <clears throat> at any point I knew if they, if I pissed him off enough, he would come over that desk and, and smack you. the shit out of me. Yeah. And I said, you guys don't have that at a public school. No, we got hit with rulers in my grade school. And uh, I told him, I said, but make no mistake about it. I don't care what your parents, if you don't care about the school punishment, if your parents don't control you, I said, I will come over that desk and fucking fuck you up. And they kind of looked at me, you know, it was kind of in kidding, of course, but I wanted them to know that there was no, I'm not going to take bullshit. My sister, Tina, uh, teaches at a public school. And she's told me several times in the past that she has raised her voice to students that are acting up in class. All right. And she's gotten phone calls from their parents. Sure. Like, how dare you? Yo, how dare you? How dare my you? My little angel. Okay. That being said, my, my sister, you know, obviously would never raise her hand to a kid or anything like that. She's not a wrestling coach. I but, would. you know, she's she's faced some pretty tough parents going after her. Because their fucking kid is a little piece of shit. Mm-hmm. All right. And my sister is honest as the day is long. There is no reason for her to lie. I mean, she's a sweetheart. So it's like, I have to definitely take her point of view on this. And I'm sure there's a lot of teachers out there that get the same shit. Mm-hmm. This situation in South Carolina, and, and we've been asked for our opinions on it. I look at it from a point of view of... And I didn't know the additional steps that the administrators came down, but mm-hmm. let's say I knew all that information. I always question why the teacher just didn't say, all right, I'm calling your parents. And that's what confuses me about the story. That should have been an option. If the administrators came down, the principal came down, and the student refused to move, all right, we're calling your parents. There's there's nothing we can do. We can't physically touch you because coming back from my sister, you can't touch a student. Ever. You touch a student, you can get sued instantly. It's just like it's going to happen. So why weren't the parents involved in this particular story? And I might not know the details. Because so that... the school is run by the school and the administrators. Yeah. If a person refuses to comply. There's a reason there's this... a cop there. I, but how is this a jurisdiction of a cop in the first place? Well, that's what I'm questioning. The cop like, is there. The co- obviously, the school is. I mean, if they have to have a cop there, the school has some sort of. Issues. Obviously, it's some behavioral issues. The <laughs> um, cop is necessary. So, but why? Why? Why should you? You put your your students in the school, and you expect the school to handle the issues, to discipline them when I don't the necessary. With that. I mean, what do you? So every time something happens, we're supposed to just call the parents. When the principal and the vice principal were involved, and now that you've enlightened me on that particular thing, and the student absolutely and at what refused. Po- and at what point? Here, here's a, here's the thing. At what point do they lose all credibility as? authority figures when they show they have no ability to handle a situation obviously the rest of the class wasn't being disruptive so it's this one particular kid. right and i don't think you show yourself as a lack of an authority figure 
I think you show more of the common sense level headed idea of, you know what? You don't want to let do me, this. Let me ask Fine. you something. Who created the situation? She created the, the student. Obviously. Who created the physical altercation? I don't know. And that, if, if, assuming the cop, an officer up, says, "I'm going to remove you from right. the class," I didn't want to even get hand, to that part. Yet. And puts their hand we'll on get, you. We'll get to the cop in okay. a second. But wouldn't you agree with me that the parents should have became involved? No. instantly with the I administration. I do not agree. I don't understand why I that's not. I do not an agree. Idea. I do not if agree. If my kid is acting like an because asshole, you need instant results. Call. You need instant. Re- yeah, you get the phone call after she gets down to the office. I get the phone call if she's in the middle of an altercation. We have cell phones now. There's no reason why they can't. All right, look up her parents right now. If you don't want to leave, we're calling your parents down right now. If You can leave right now. You have an opportunity, but we're calling your parents in. Do you really want us to call your parents to bring Whatever her parents home? don't give a fuck. Whatever parents are the parents like your sister has. It says, how dare you? All right. If her parents do that, then you add the level of another authority figure. Uh, I... I think it was ridiculous that that step was never taken. I think that... How do you go right from... The minute she's asked to leave, she's trespassing on the property. Trespassing? She's a student there. So so what? The minute you're asked... If I have a customer that comes in... Regardless of how much an asshole this kid is, I've had had customers come into the restaurant, okay? Mm -hmm. And they, they were being unruly, whatever, for whatever reason... And we've asked them to leave, and we've said, if you don't leave, we will call the police, and you will be arrested for trespassing. And we actually had to call the police. Private property versus public school. That's what I would say. You have a private property. That is your property. You own that. So I have a right to go to a high school and hang out? No. It's a public public place. I'm a a taxpayer. She She doesn't have to be a student there. Did you pay for those classes? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You could say your tax dollars paid for those classes. So I paid for it. But you also have to pay for the enrollment costs, and you didn't. You're trying at to a like, public. Do you the, don't pay. You don't pay to enroll at a, a public high school. Yeah, you do. You have to pay money. It's not a lot. Don't get me wrong, but you have to pay to enroll. <laughs> All right. I, I, Here's I, the moral I'm of the story. Not, I, I, Here's the moral I, I, of the I story. I deal with public schools, so the yes, you si- do have to pay money. The situation was created by the student. I don't disagree with that. Now, when I first saw the video, right. and of course they showed the 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 worst part, and you, I went, "Wow, that's pretty rough." That's pretty fucking bad. Okay. Yeah. Then I saw the elongated version, and I and it and it shows, you know, what led up to it. And I said, "Oh well, she cr- kind of created that situation, but that's still pretty rough." Then I saw the third video, and it actually talked about each thing that was happening. All right, and it talked about how she actually threw herself back in the chair. And you watch it, and they they slowed it down. And you like, I watched this whole mm, breakdown. I I will have said, to watch it again. They said there's no way that he could have flung her from the way he just had her arm. And she actually did that. Now he was the one that. So then you're saying she her. took a flop like an NBA she player? Like, she like swung at him and went to pull away from him when he grabbed her arm, and she like basically tipped over, and then he freaking grabbed her and pulled her out of the chair. Now from that point on, I think he was he was pretty freaking stern, aggressive. If <laughs> yeah. You will. yeah. But here's what's here's the the fallout. Mm-hmm. Okay, one this guy loses his job. Yes. For physically restraining someone who punched and kicked him, which is a felony. I don't disagree. Okay. She hit a cop. Um, this girl will have nothing happen to her. He loses his job. All right. They will probably sue. She is made a martyr. And what this girl learned from this situation is, I don't have to listen to a teacher. I don't have to listen to a All principal. Right. I don't have to listen to a cop because... 
I can do whatever I want. That, to me, is the worst part of this whole thing, is she's going to grow up from being a brat to a fucking asshole. She was already an asshole. I think that was a given from just the the uh, stance that... Yeah, when I said fucking asshole. When, 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 when have I ever like told a teacher, no, I'm not going to do that? Like, I can't think of one time where I was that much of a dick in the middle of class. But this is the... You this see is, other students in the video, they're but like, But this shit. is the culture... I, that is created with this generation. Not everyone adheres to it, but there are people. I think she's a where, small sample. You know where they the it's, it's you know fuck the cops, fuck the authority. We we deserve more because we're this. It's an entitlement. Well, let's let's let's. So uh, do I think the cop? Was, do I think the cop was? Yeah, was right about the cop. in trying to yeah. remove her. Yes. Do I think he got a little bit feisty with her? Yes. Do I think that it's her fault? Absolutely. All right. 100% her fault. Do you think, let's say she didn't do the flop. Let's say it was all him. All right. In any world, do you think that's the necessary reaction? To, I think to if, her if punching she, and kicking? let's say, sure. You, yeah. Yeah. If you punch, if I punched and kicked a cop, no matter how weak or whatever, does he have to stop and go, well, that wasn't very strong. What's I mean? <laughs> what's the next? When, when he punches and kicks her, what's is he supposed to go? That was, gonna, the big, gonna, that was the big. That was the big. She's question. not going like, to go. She's not going to go for my gun. I'm not saying she's gonna, but is does he have to stop and break every situation down and go? Here's the right level of aggression. No, he is trained that if someone fucking attacks you, you put him down. See, I saw it as he went completely hero cop route on it when he probably mm. could have easily restrained her just by holding her hands or something did you like see that it, it's but you're it, saying that he's you have to... a grown man and a 16 year old girl i mean okay what about the grown man and the the 14 year old boy the teacher that that took the kid's phone away and he picked him up and body slammed him and punched him and we're talking about a boy back. versus a girl what's the a girl can't can't cause harm to somebody i well in that particular case i've I'm pretty sure, no matter what. So you're saying a million that a, times out a of a cop million is one, supposed to treat a a woman that hits him different than a man that hits him. Not a woman. This is a child. Uh, she's through puberty. She's a woman. <laughs> I think he could have handled it a lot fucking better. I don't sure think he that... probably could. He probably, but you know what would have happened if she didn't punch and kick him? He grabbed her arm. He would have pulled her out of the chair and walked her out of the room. Right. She escalated the situation. I don't disagree, and she should probably be expelled. All right. She should be in fucking jail. The only reason this cops got ar- arrested is because of that fucking manhandling situation. He's pro- I, and I know nothing about the cop. I know nothing about him. But the fact that this is a video and the fact that he knows, the, if you want to say the culture that we live in, he took it upon himself to drag her across the floor. Regardless if you think it's right or wrong, he put himself in that situation after that. Uh, well, yeah, I said he, he was yeah. he was a little more aggressive than he should have been, but... I the the girl should be the girl should have been arrested. The girl should have been juvie. It is a fucking felony to punch a cop. I don't care if I if I reach out and and bitch slap him. I right. Let's say second she would have laid a finger. I got pulled over a month ago and the guy got a little arrogant with me. If I reached out and bitch slapped him and gave him a little fucking tap, that's a felony. Well, remember you talked on this very show quite a few episodes with the cop telling you to get back in your restaurant. You were like, get the fuck out of here. If you would have. Yeah, because it's my fucking property and I wasn't under arrest. 
I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have fucking slapped the cop. I told him he was a fucking asshole. <laughs> but telling him an asshole I, usually leads up to the altercation. You know that could have like escalated. If he would have walked up and said you're under arrest, I would have said all right, asshole, and I would have turned around and gave him my wrist. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> I'm serious. There's an, at no point unless a cop came fucking started beating on me. All right, for no reason. But I I follow the law. I have faith in the system. I have faith that. The right will come out, I think, okay? And I I'm think, not going to put myself in a city. Somebody explained to me why I was raised to respect authority. It well, goes so back. To, but, but this girl does not respect authority. Where does that start? Oh, she probably got shitty parents, too. Okay, yeah. so you want them to call the shitty parents. Yes, but hey, that's my assertion of a situation that I do not know 100% about, but I would assume that that would be the likely step to take as opposed to sending Fuck the Fuck this kid. He should have shot her in the fucking leg. <laughs> He'd lose his job. He already did. <laughs> Fuck her. You know, I watched that video and I said, I said, yeah, that was, that was rough. But, you know, the more you think about it, she put herself in this situation and then the wrong, the wrong person is the one that reacts to her. I, I again, he probably wouldn't have lost his job if he handled it any other way. But the fact that he, you know what? The thing is, he probably saw the kids with cameras and shit like that. He knows he's being filmed. You have to handle this with kid gloves, you think, man. You're, 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 you're dealing I, with a high school student. You're not you dealing with a. You admittedly have never been in a fight, a physical fight, right? I've been in three fights. Or is that Jonah? Jonah's, Jonah's never been in a Okay. Fight. I've been so in you're telling me, fights. you're telling me when, when, when. You choked that dude at Lewis <laughs> that you looked at you were fully aware of all everything that was going on around you. Or were you focused on the situation? I was focused on the situation. Okay, So right. you're saying he's he's looking around now. He's trained, but he's still he's still a person. I hold him to a higher degree and a higher if standard walk, than myself in a fucking at this brawl way. in Lewis if, University. Let's say that I'm at the restaurant. All right. And I walk up and I say I tell a guy you need to leave. All right. And he punches and kicks me. All right. My reaction, I would fucking beat the snot out of the guy. Okay. When does your beat the snot out of the guy become a crime against him or a crime against you? Like when, when I take it, when I, when once I, once his nose when, starts bleeding, once you're on well, top of him uh, pounding away. Well, I would take the guy, I would drag the guy out the door, essentially. And that's what I would do. Drag him out the door. But what now, if, did, did the cop have her on the ground and like punch her in the head? Did again, he kick her? Did he, he drags he... her off screen. So we're just going off of the okay, so 30 seconds her. of video that there's we been have. No, there's been no... There's been no accusations of him like punching her or anything like that. The all we all that he was accused of was pulling her out of the chair and dragging her out of the room. You know, you and me are agreeing on ninety percent of the story. It's the ten percent, like whether it's the or 10% not ten percent of your vagina. It's the ten percent of your fucking asshole in, that is coming into the picture. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not saying the cop. The cop handled it the best way he could. But I, this guy's livelihood and reputation is ruined because of some fucking piece of shit kid. Hey. There it is. <laughs> you know, I, it just pisses me off because they do a job that is ridiculously hard, ridiculously yes. hard, requires unbelievable restraint, requires unbelievable decision, life and death decision making. And they're risking their own life. I don't disagree. And yet we're now in a in a time when people think it's their right to treat cops any way they want. I have been. A big fan of the idea 
that respect should be earned and not just given freely. And my parents have taught me to respect authority figures my entire life. And I do that to a certain degree. But I don't understand the stance that some people have that you, once you question any kind of authority figure, and I'm not even talking about this particular situation, but the second you question an authority figure, somehow you're the asshole. You should always question authority figures. We see it in politics all but the you, time. You do all it. Right? You need to do it respectfully. Obviously, all it's, right. And it's a, and it's a you know, and some people don't react well to it, and that's their problem. But I'm taught I show respect, and then they earn it. Meaning, I'm going to be respectful from the start. But there's going to be a point where you're going to keep me on that road, mm-hmm. or I'm going to move off of that road, and that's the choice. But this girl didn't show respect from beginning to end. At all. No. And I, I'm, I'm uh, the only thing that I can take away from this situation is the kid's an asshole. I believe the school didn't, didn't do the right steps. I, honest to God, think if her parents were involved, the teacher could have taken quite a few different routes to handle the situation. And you, you can roll your eyes at me all you want. But why did it I'm not rolling happen? my eyes and you can't prove it. Yeah. Where's the video? <laughs> like, there should have hey, never you, ever you're, you're been holding a cop. on to these fucking parents. There should have never been a cop involved in this situation. Uh, there, it's completely I've never seen a police officer in any of my classes because grade you went school to a nice all the Catholic, way to, you went to a nice Catholic oh, school yes. that didn't require it. <laughs> Which where the brother would just you know punch what I, you. you know what? Have you ever seen a Let's cop get, in your classes? One time. I was Is in there, Catholic schools too. Yeah, so you've never seen a police officer roam the Oh, home. but I went and sat in, in Mike Zagrossi's uh I had to observe his classroom. All right. And I'd like to get him on. You ask him some stories about that he put up with at Joliet Central because he told me there's 20% of his class that he doesn't even fucking pay a lick of attention to because they don't give a fuck. They sit in back and do whatever the fuck they're going to do. It's daycare for some students. And yeah. that's, that's sad. And I had it's to walk sad. through metal detectors with cops yeah. there. Okay. So you, you're, hey, you're taking your my situation. My brother went to Proviso West. I had to walk through metal detectors to go visit him every now and you, then. You, so. You're taking your situation of being put, your parents had the foresight to put you into a school where it was a better environment. And they spent the money so that you wouldn't have to be exposed to that shit. Well, I and this, you can first. say this girl has a right to be there, but she viol- she she took it beyond that. The minute she took it beyond that, she doesn't have a right to be there. You don't have a right to be you. You have the right to attend yeah, school and follow out, the rules. You, you have a right. Out. You follow the rules. If you don't follow the rules, your rights are gone. You have a right to be a gun owner by the law of the United States. But if you buy that gun illegally and start shooting it off in your backyard, you lose the right. Fuck her. She should be expelled. She should be in jail. But she's not gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna make a lot of money and be a be a fucking martyr of the far, far, far left. And thank you for saying far, far, far left. Because well, there's no, not a I lot think of there's, people. There's a lot of reasonable people that have that have even come out. The people that I know. I didn't even initial initialize it. People I know were posting this video that I know are liberals that are saying this is bullshit. I'm kind of one of those people, but again, I don't think the cops should have ever been involved. That's my big. That's my big. I think you used a fucking nightstick and clubbed her right <laughs> in your fucking disrespectful head. All right, uh, we got a couple things right here, and I wanted to tell you a quick story, uh, and this will lead into our vaping conversation. But <clears throat> my old man knew we were going to uh, Las Vegas. And as dads do every now and then, they uh, 
they try to do something really nice for you. He's like, hey, I know you and Al are going out to Las Vegas, and I wanted to get you a little something for the trip. So he hands me a box of cigars. I thought I'm it was a, like a sex toy. Uh, <laughs> that would have been an awkward conversation. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> you had to get the... Nick, here's a butt plug. You had, Enjoy. You had, you had to get the black one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Allison does like her coffee. All right. Um, so he hands me this box of, of cigars, and he's got a big smile on his face. And uh, anybody that knows me in the past, back in like the year 2000, 2001, I used to write for a cigar magazine, an online one called... Um, cigar wise and i did cigar columns for the beginner so it was like anybody that wanted to learn how to do it it was basically a step-by-step instructions of what to look for what to get you know nothing crazy and in that tenure i uh made a lot of friends with guys who had been smoking cigars for years and years the guys were like 50 60 years old and i was early 2000s like early 20s i mean so right um they explained to me quite a few rules of how to get Cuban cigars, right. which are contraband. They're just as illegal as pot. Not anymore. Not anymore. Hopefully that's going to happen like, oh, I would love it. But no, you can buy Cubans now. Well, here's the story. My dad gives me this box of cigars, and he's got a big smile on his face, and they're Monte Cristo torpedo cigars. They're called Monte Cristo number twos, and they're from Cuba. Mm-hmm. He's got a big smile on his face. He goes, here you go, man. I got you a box of Cuban cigars. And I look at him, and instantly, everything looks wrong. Like, I kind of know the, the the signs of counterfeits. Uh, little known fact among cigar things is 99% of all cigars claimed to be Cuban cigars are fake. They're 100% counterfeit. Um, but the funny part is they're actually made by Cuban people. They go home because they're not getting paid from the factories. So they'll go home and take mud and shoestrings and rats, whatever they could fucking find, and enroll it. And then some guy will pay them $10 a box as opposed to what Fidel and the Castros are paying their cigar workers who work basically on fucking skimpy wages. Regardless right. of how cl- crafted or clever they are, it's in their best interest to go home and fucking do illegal shit. Right. Even though they can get shot. Right. You know, it's okay. I'm getting paid $10 a day there. I'm getting $10 a box every time I do it at home. <clears throat> so their whole life is making Cuban cigars. But my dad gives me the cigars and instantly I was like, Hey man, um, I don't, I don't think these are real. And the only reason I would say something to him is because I don't want him to buy them again. You right. know, you have to kind of cut it off. And he gives me this face like, what do you, what do you mean? They're not real. And I was like, dad, they're they're fake. I mean, they're 100% fake. And I take them out of the thing. I'm like, look, the rapper's wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And I show him. He goes, no, 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 no. They're not fake. I got them from a good friend of mine. I was like, dad, they're not real. And I mean, I don't know how much you paid. He's like, I just paid $150 for these. <laughs> and I was like, well, first of all, the real box is worth maybe 500 So that's a good friend to give you such a good deal. You yeah. know, but you, you got to tell them that they're fake. So I think... The story's ended right there. I go back into my office. He's like, hey, Nick, come here for a second. And he always yells to me to come into his office. That's uh-huh. what he does. And so I'm assuming it's something work-related. He's like, close the door. I close the door. He calls his goddamn friend. He's like, tell him what you told me. I'm like, God damn it. Don't put me in this situation right, right. now. You're supposed to. Like, No, 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 no. He's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. You just, just tell him what you told me. 
So I go through the whole spiel again. I was like, hey, man, the cigars are, are they're fake, dude. I mean, I don't know how to t- break it to you. I, I'm, I'm positive. Let's put it that way. Bands are wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. The guy on the other end of the phone, he's like, no, 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 no. I just, I, I've smoked over four boxes of these. The, what do you mean the fuck they're fake? And I was like, dude, they're not real. I mean, let's, let's just end it. You, you shouldn't buy them anymore. I mean, they could be actually bad for you. You could make yourself really sick and you throw up and all this shit. No, 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 no. There's no way. I'm going to call this guy. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it Eventually, just you're talking to Castro. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I was like, hey, man, I, I, I'm out of it right now. But it was two guys that absolutely did not want to believe that something was fake. And he uh, the, the story is still ongoing. He's trying to talk to his buddy, and he wants me to talk to him. And I was like, nah, I'm out. You're like, you can do your research on the Internet pretty goddamn quick. I mean, they don't make this box, you know. You can look it up. It's it's really easy. Mm. But uh, that's just a little lesson for you, you smokers out there that if you're gifted something that's called a Cuban cigar, which might be next year, 100% legit, unfortunately, it's, it's very, very fake. Yeah. Odds are it's fucked up. So that's it's a... Story but the I prices read. are going to go down because we can actually access them. They're not illegal. Here's the problem with the Cuban cigars becoming legal. Cuba is not a big country. A lot of people like to think it is. There's only so much product. Right now, the people buying Cuban cigars are from Europe and from Canada. Some go to Australia, but those are the two main players. It always goes to the England and whatnot. The demand for Cuban cigars is already through the roof. Prior to the United States going, hey... Come back and do the fold. We like you again. Yeah. They don't have enough material. So what are they going to do? They're going to do exactly what these guys that counterfeit them are going to do. They're going to grab dirt, leaves, wrappers, shoestrings, whatever. They're going to stuff it all on a fucking cigar, and they're going to call it a CQ. You can't create that yield with so little product. That's all I'm saying. So the Cuban cigars you'll be buying next year are going to be... I won't be buying any. You like a cigar every now and then, right? I smoked a Cuban once, and it just didn't. It was fine. It was like, <laughs> I was like, because uh, if you get a real one, in LA, legitimate, it's the holy trinity. of My cigars. my roommate out in L.A. Uh, worked at a high end liquor store, like real high end. Mm-hmm. And it had they had a cigar section and uh, we went in and he's like, oh, I'm going to get a He owes me a Cuban. We're going to get a Cuban and smoke it. Then he had to like go in into the back room, into the thing, into the, the, the mm-hmm. under the thing. Um, like these, they were like hidden away. The guy would sell them to like people he knew weren't, and uh, he got it. And I smile. I'm like, it's fine. It's a cigar. <laughs> so no, I will not be spending money on a Cuban. You could have mine. I'll be more than happy to get them for you. So here's I got- how you should have handled the guy on the phone. Yeah. Okay. You should have called his parents. <laughs> Luke, every now and then, man, you you get a nice three pointer from the corner that I don't expect. <laughs> Um, he took me off my game. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you wanted to talk about vaping. Um, yeah, Rodney wrote us. Uh, I guess they're taxing the shit out of the fucking vaping. And he sent me an article, and of course, I uh, am a toolbox. I would box. say you can thank tobacco lobbyists. You think was it? Is it going to go that same route? I mean, it's it's there's no tobacco explain to me vaping again there's no tobacco it's nicotine right it's nicotine in a basically a uh 
liquid that they create. How can they put? How can the tobacco lobby make taxes increase on something that is smoke based, but it's not because smoking. they want you to buy their cigarettes? <sighs> There's so many people. You think about it. It is an alternative to smoking. Yes. So a lot of people, a lot of people are vaping now. All right. And I'm hearing a lot of bad feedback, and I don't know if it's from the tobacco industry making fake articles. I think part of, of it is. Yeah. Because there's been, there's, you look at the ingredients, like people, one of the things they're like, that's, that ingredient's in antifreeze. Well, so is water. Okay. <laughs> it's not the bad ingredient. It's just something, it's a, it's a chemical that is used to, so that it burns. And with the nicotine as like, you know, piggybacking on it and you get your nicotine. I'm not saying it's 100% great. I mean, 100% great is not doing any of it, you know, but the tobacco companies are losing money. So they are lobbying hard. I mean, this is a, a yeah, billions about, of dollar industry. Vaping is the Netflix against cable. It's kind of the same idea. It's really pulling users away from one thing. Right. But they, I guess the the big thing is it's still it's still television. It's still something that's going to hurt you. And that's what I'm always worried about. Like when I see you guys vaping all the time. I've from what I've read, the nicotine is a lot more potent in the vaping category than it ever was. No, you can pick your level of nicotine. Okay, so that's what I didn't know. So. I I there's where I get mine. They offer you twenty four, eighteen, twelve, and six milligrams or zero. Right. Some people just vape because they like to vape. Um, and I started on eighteen and soon got a headache because it was too much. Just, so I went down to twelve, and then I went down to six, and six wasn't enough, so I went back up to twelve. So what's the nicotine? Is it like more of a uh, a push? Because uh, again, you're talking to somebody that if I've only smoked cigars, and that's the nicotine the takes that that fucking it, the edge off. Okay, you know, calms you down. I'm addicted to nicotine. I got you. You know, people that that do it that are, that that switch are addicted to nicotine, and what it does is you're taking in the nicotine without taking in the carbon monoxide and on the tar and all the all the byproducts of that they put into cigarettes now. Yeah, it's like the same story as your, you know, very there's very pure tobacco. Like mm-hmm. you look at American spirits, those burn slower because they don't have as many chemicals and they're not it's more pure tobacco. Okay. Same concept with the cigars. You know, people are putting crap in there. Oh yeah. Big so time. if I smoked a a P Funk that I smoked, Great it name. burns much quicker than if I smoke an American spirit. It's same, you know, so, um, but you're, you're sucking all this crap into your body, smoking. So you're not getting the tar get from the, the There's no tar. There's no, no, there's nothing that's hitting your lungs. That's, I mean, it's, 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 it's way less harsh. Okay. It's just, it's basically a liquid with nicotine. Do you think this is a fad or is it going to stick around for a long time? I used to think it was a fad. Mm-hmm. But the so mo- all over the there's place. so many people that do it. So the, the, the big thing that I just saw is now they banned the devices on your check-in luggage or um, your uh, on planes. Did on they? planes? Yeah, they went. There was a big thing about it on. Uh, I, I was like surprised because I couldn't picture anybody actually smoking one on a plane, regardless I did. if it's what you smoked on a plane. Sure. So now it's banned. Okay, that's what they were talking about. I would sneak one. I'd hit it. But wouldn't the smoke just rise? It, it dissipates. So you quick. blow it out slow, and it it'll dissipate before. And so it nobody gets stopped you from the check-in. Our no, TSA I had my, agents. Uh... I had it in my pocket. This oh, was this was, you know, it, before it was banned. Yeah, I mean, I just you you telling me it was banned is the first I've heard. I saw it on the news the other day. So please, somebody, you know, double check my homework because I ain't gonna. It's do it. 
it's ridiculous. There's so many, and then now they're like, "Oh, that's bad. That's bad. Look at do do." People need to leave other people the fuck alone. Don't blow smoke in my face. Smoking in, you know, when you smoke indoors, it lingers. It gets on shit. Does this house smell like vape when you come in? No, not at all. Not at all. No, because it dissipates. It doesn't even smell like like cats anymore. I had a hard time coming to your house a while back. I don't know why. I always smelled the cat. I'm highly allergic, and now I've been doing this show here for a year and a half, and I never get hit with the cats anymore. So I don't know what you did. You did something. Maybe it was Amy. Cleaned the house. <laughs> Amy cleaned your shit. <laughs> um, little Dr. Luke. Okay. All right, brother. Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Dr. Luke questions I find on the internet, and he gives us his, uh, what's the word we're looking for? Perspective. Respective answer. I was going to say. Uh, I said Professional. Professional answer. Well, yeah, I am a doctor. He is a Let doctor. Let me get my diploma. I only got one more question for Dr. Luke today. We're, we're, uh, we're running out of questions. The reason being is because every question that I find on the internet is always a variation of something else we already hit. It's like, it's the we same We need our listeners to over give us some Dr. Luke Yeah, questions. give us some Dr. Luke questions. It doesn't have to be necessarily a sex or relationship advice question. It can be any question. <laughs> Dr. Luke will answer it. In his, I'm board uh, certified. Own professional way. The one that I saw... Um, Dr. Luke, do you have a God complex? I am God. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that Luke, whole speech, by the way. Is there any circumstance hmm. where you should be able to get a hall pass? Me? Uh, a hall pa- a hall pass, for those who don't know, they actually they coined the phrase a long time before the movie, but is when your significant other or spouse says... You can go ahead and sleep with somebody else. Whatever works for you. I mean, the question was so open-ended when I saw it. Uh, it was from a woman, and she was, um, her libido is basically crashed. She's not horny at all or mm-hmm. anything like that, and she just wasn't feeling it. So she told her husband that it's not about you, it's me, and I know you got certain needs, so... You can go ahead and do what you want. I just don't want to know about it. I don't want to hear about it. Okay. And I saw that question, and I... I, I... It's a pretty... Well, the woman, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The woman so, is... Let's the hear your stance is... for it first, because I was like, God damn. Well, to each their own. I mean, that's if you're going to accept one lifestyle and you say you got to accept all life, well, this is a lifestyle that some people choose. Right. Um, you have the people that are in those strange fucking... Uh, polygamy relationship or not polygamy but the fingers where where you know you got like two guys and one girl and they're all dating each other or whatever you know that make I, a movie about that I, I forget the, the situation but if there, there's some options here okay and here's not a terminal death and he can't it's not like she can't function it's just she doesn't want to have sex i don't have sex she recognizes that her husband may go seek this out somewhere else she's not so it's very unselfish okay she what she and it, what if it could save her marriage if she sees that their connection together is worth saving and she's willing to let this happen you think I, she's I mean, preempting a disaster because it really doesn't well, it go could. into detail it could but it could be a disaster if she doesn't say anything and then he goes out and does it and then she's doing it behind her back i have two trains of thought because if this if this situation happened to me I would 
not even entertain the idea. Well, that's you. And, and that's me. And, and here's the funny part. That's why I had two thoughts. If it was the reverse, I, of course, would want her to be happy. Like, yes, please go out and do that. Let me ask you this. Yeah. So let's that's weird, right? That, I would never do it. Let's say one of the people is bisexual. So they got married or... And yeah, they're they're no... married, a guy and a girl are married, and one of them is bisexual. And the one person says, well, I know you're bi, and you have, you have attraction to this sex, too, and you're not getting... So go ahead and do it. I, I say nay, because that's still... That's still But breaking. that's you. Yeah, that's... Do you, just... do you say... Do you think that it's wrong as a whole? See, that's the problem. That's what I was because again, I, mean, I what said about I wouldn't do like, it, but of course I would want her. What about to say, people that are into threesomes or group sex or swingers yeah, or uh, it, people that don't have for, sex? It's not for me. I mean, what if they're they haven't had sex for ten years? And that's it, rough, right? That it, could that could break a marriage. It really could. What if uh, you know she, he's horny as hell or she's horny as hell, and the other person doesn't want to? That could break. I mean, you, you, you if you're there, 50 percent of the people in the world get divorced, mm-hmm. they get married. So if this could save your marriage, then more power to you. Would would you entertain either idea? No, not not your style either. Right? No, it's just see, I I'm, I'm being 100 percent legit. It's like, I no, no. I mean, if, if Amy came to me and said that, I'd be like, what? I got unlimited porn on my phone. <laughs> And a flashlight. <laughs> you take your vows. You live by your vows as, as you feel. feel like you're going to live by your vows. And if sex goes away, good times and bad, buddy. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I this, this is what I think about marriage. And I don't, I don't uh, subscribe to marriage in the religious sense. I think marriage is something that goes a little bit beyond that. If you choose, and again, it's your choice to stay with somebody and say, I'm going to be monogamous with this one person, regardless if you do it a justice of the peace or if it's from fucking Jared. <laughs> you Justice of Jared. It, again, if you guys go into the marriage knowing that it's just you two, I'm not saying that you can't get married and have those kinks and quirks you can have those too but if you're saying you're the one for me i'm the one for you we have this mutual thing then fuck it it doesn't matter if one of you can't work i mean you still love each other right so you can still make shit work you can sure. still have fun well i mean if if allison gave you a hall pass would you alley rally her to the other girl would you be like look at Allie's elbow in that, that picture so hot. <laughs> we were at this wine tasting one time and she was looking at this uh this girl uh, she was this French girl, Ooh. and she was explaining uh, the different varieties of champagne. And Allison is looking gorgeous. She's sitting there in this in this beautiful outfit, and she's looking at the girl, and she says, man, she is hot. And I looked at her, and I looked at her, and I'm like, okay, I got to get that vision out of my fucking head, right? <laughs> Why? You even said, like, now this is the time I should have taken the, advantage. Of this you. is when the little Luke Devil <laughs> appears on your shoulder and says, "Nick, Nick, Nick go for it. Go for the three. Get out of here, Luke! <laughs> Damn you, man! No, I'm not a I'm not a threesome guy. I, How do you know? I, I, <laughs> what's the line from uh, Naked Gun? He's like, "I like my sex like basketball, one on one, and with as little dribbling as possible." <laughs> Oh, Nick, you don't listen. Dr. Luke speaks truth. 
All right. With a degree. Um, you should have listened. <laughs> Go for the threesome. Thank you, Dr. Luke. To circumvent the Jonah story of the week, I, I brought something a little bit different. Um, I, I would listen to other podcasts a lot, and there was one idea that was just too great to not steal. And I was hoping that we could get a few people to do this game because just the amount of comedy that comes out of it is fantastic. I was listening to a show called Tell Him Steve Dave. It's uh, from all the guys that do comic book men, and the host is uh, Walt Flanagan. And he came up with this game called One True Three. Um, and essentially, the game works like this. I tell Luke three stories that have happened to me. Very, very quick stories. Luke can ask three questions about every story, and he has to figure out which one is the true story. Okay. Very, very simple concept. All right? Okay. So I'm going to tell you three stories. After okay. I finish my stories, you can ask three questions about each story, and then you have to ascertain which one I am actually telling the truth okay. about. Okay. I like this game. Story one. I once got caught masturbating in a Burger King bathroom. Okay. Story two. I once found a dead bum in my alley behind my house. Okay. Story three. I once stole $1,000 of merchandise from my old job at Oak Brook Mall, the video game store. Okay. So now you can ask three questions about every story, and then you have to ascertain which one is the true story. Okay. So Story one, one was masturbated in a Burger King bathroom okay. and got caught. What did you use as lubricant? My hand. I use nothing. That one's not true. Uh, I'm a dryer. <laughs> I can go right. I can do it right now. No problem whatsoever. Chafe. Chafe. A little bit. Okay. Uh, number... <laughs> I have soft hands. <laughs> How old were you? I was 16 years old. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a dry time for me. How did you get caught? Uh, I was a little too rambunctious, a little too loud, and somebody was uh, in the bathroom and said, you need a little help in there? So I I kind of just uh, said, no, 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 I'm good. And it was a younger person. It's like, dude, are you fucking jerking off? They shouted that. So they didn't actually see me, but, you know, they shouted it at me. So I felt like I was caught. All right. All right. Um. Story two. What did you do when you found the bum? What did I do when I found the bum? Mm -hmm. I ran inside the house as quick as possible. I shouted to my parents. Okay. Um, How old were you? I was about eight years old. Okay. And... (laughs) (laughs) What time of year was it? Uh, It was summer. For sure. Um, and what's the third one? The, the third story thousand, is I oh, okay. once stole about $1,000 worth of merchandise. When did from you my, work at the Oak Brook Mall? I worked in the Oak Brook Mall between 1995 to 1997. Okay. What did you steal? I stole video games over $1,000 worth. Okay. And... Did you get caught? I did not to this day. Nobody knows that story, and you're the first person to hear it. All right. I say number two is true. You say number two is true. So the first one, jerking off in the bathroom. 
Not true. You don't seem like a public jerk off guy. All right. Second one, finding the bum in the alley. Hey, you lived in a, a bad neighborhood. Dead bum in the alley. And number three, stealing the merchandise from my video game store. Luke, I don't see you being a huge thief. I'm not a good liar. You saw right through the deception. Number two is the correct answer. I once found a bum when I was eight years old. One and three. Did, one and three did not fit your personality. Hey, that's the fun of the story. Like the the, the obviously, but that's the fun of the game. The object is to find something that's kind of remotely in that person's profile or not, and that way you can deceive other people. And they did a tournament for this game where everyone had to come up with about 12 different stories and because it had separate routes to find out who was the best fucking liar. Okay. And then they put money in it. So the winner also got like a hundred from each person. So obviously we won't be doing anything that crazy, but how about, uh, we try this again another time. I I always thought it was a fun, fun little game. I like it. Yeah. It's a cool game. Just remind me next time we record and I'll come up with three and you come up with three. You got it. We're going to try it again. So, uh, I got nothing else for this episode. What about you, sir? Uh, uh, thanks to everybody giving me the feedback on the comic strip. Uh, you can find it on Facebook, The Art of Nick Prohl featuring Dork County. Um, we'll have the website up, dorkcounty.com, probably, I'd say, by January. And you can find all the shows on the Disease Network uh, filtering through there. I'd, like to, I'd also like to know maybe if people would be up for a, if we had a gathering and recorded live, like yes, at, like I, in your basement or there's, something. There's already been a, a couple people on that podcast, uh, the 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 little conversation chat room that we have that are interested in doing that. So they are, but yeah. I'm talking about like our fans, people our that fans. listen. You guys want to come, come for a, a live party? show? That would be awesome. <laughs> You're going to host it? Not here. We'll do it at your house. <laughs> Allison, you heard it here first. Um, listen to all the shows in the disease network. Um, that just happened. Something gate, the badge dialogues, Das drunks and the muscle ship. You're going to get a disease for Otis and Lloyd. <laughs> this is Luke and Nick. Go call your parents, everybody. Pussy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>